All right, welcome to another episode of the Fantasy Frenemies. We are uh, joining you tonight from the Fantasy Frenemies studios, I guess in different locations this evening as well. Um, with me this evening is Tim. Tim, how was your weekend? Man, it was uh, it was kind of crazy weekend. I don't know about you, but we had a crazy storm come through here uh, just last night about, or just this morning actually, about three or four o'clock in the morning that got us up out of our beds and had to rush over to my in-laws to get in their basement. So really, uh, yeah, it was, uh, it was intense, but every, everything's okay. No damage here. So, um, but it was quite a scare there <laughs> early. Yeah, this well, I am glad you're okay. I did. I was aware. I was weather aware, but I was waiting for my phone to make me aware of it. Cause it was, right. it was pretty late. I fell asleep. I was waiting on the storms, but they just came in at such a late hour. I, I went ahead and went to sleep. Uh, the, the anticipation did not keep me awake, uh, but uh, it, uh, tonight it's going to be me and Tim uh, join, and, and maybe Bobby will join us a little bit later if he can. Uh, Bobby's on vacation this week, but we have a couple of different ways for you to be able to get in touch with us. You can reach out to us at fantasyfrenemies at yahoo.com. Also, you can follow us on Twitter at fantasyfrenemies on Twitter. And, and there's there's some news that happened for the show. We are now officially on iTunes. I've had people finding us on iTunes, so we are on there. Uh, we are official. <laughs> yeah, we are. I, I don't know how to find us on iTunes. I stare. I still carry around an S4, so I, I don't know where. I don't. I, I really don't know what an iTunes is. To be honest we're, with you, we're on there. I, I found it. We're we're on there. So you <laughs> just have to search the fantasy frenemies or fantasy. I just frenemies? searched it. I mean. We're not high on the search list, so you have to type in the full name. And uh, but it's there, and I've already got it downloaded. All right, that's cool. That, that's that's neat to hear. But we uh, we're, we're there. We're on there. We are also on anything that you can find us. Please, however you find us, however you listen to us, like us. You can find us on Podbean, that Podbean app, and you can download us there. And uh, we'll get this up, this show uploaded for tomorrow morning. We're doing this on Sunday night. We like to do a Sunday night show to kind of cover the weekend. But also people get the new waiver wire uh, edition starting next week. And maybe you're like me today. This week I burned through all 12 of them, man. I was streaming pictures, so I burned um, through all 12. Me too, my friend. Me too. So I, I'm, I'm looking forward to looking at some of these people tonight on the show. We're, we're going to cover... Uh, you know, we're going to look at some smoke. Is it smoke or is it fire or flash in the pan? We're going to look at some potential people to to be able to add on your waiver wire. Also going to look at the league leaders in case, you know, you might be like me and don't necessarily want to add anybody off of waivers, but you would much rather trade. I like trading. So uh, if you find out those league leaders are, maybe you can always finagle a trade around there. Also, we'll look at some injuries, some news and notes over the weekend and what happened there. I don't know, though, if you got to catch this. I was very surprised that at Augusta, they were able to fit in the golf. And and I, today I got to watch after lunch this afternoon. I sat down and I was able to catch the last couple of holes and watch Tiger Woods win, win another championship. Uh, win Man, another. That, that was pretty cool. <laughs> that was awesome. I watched it too. And um, uh, just, I mean, I remember watching him when I was, you know, in high school and stuff, in junior high. And, I mean, the he was on that you know that tear where he was just like winning everything every time he played he felt like he was winning and then it's been so long since he's won a major and i'm really happy with everything that he's gone through and just kind of the turnaround that he's made and in his life and this just seemed to i mean it was an emotional emotional win watching him hug his kids and his wife or not his wife his uh his girlfriend and his mother and 
it was uh it was really cool i remember uh the first time i i saw him i i just one of those memorable times I, I don't know why necessarily it was on nbc and they were showing these college kids playing golf and it must have been for the college golf championships and i believe he played for stanford he was on the stanford golf team and, and Tiger Woods was out there in a pair of shorts, hitting the golf ball around. They just talked about him a little bit. And he was a different golfer than every other golfer that I was used to ever looking at. Not mm-hmm. that I really ever watched golf before, but uh, his ethnicity and, and so forth was just a little bit different than everything else. So he stood out from among the crowd. And then, of course, his dad was in the audience as well. And and they went on to tell stories about all that. So, yes, I've seen Tiger Woods be at it for a long time and so it was kind of neat to see him rejuvenated at the age that he is i'm an old man now so whenever i see an older man still producing at a sport at a high level it's it's always neat to see that that's what i liked about it i agree okay so i have a listener challenge to the people who uh, do listen and you have an email or you have a twitter feed you can you can reach us either way there frenemies remember frenemies is spelled f-r-i E-N-E-M-I-E-S. And I was thinking about this when I looked at my roster. We're two weeks into the season. And we had the draft two or three weeks ago. Uh, We finished the second week this week. And I was looking at it and I was going, man, I wish I wouldn't have done that. You know, or I wish I would have done that because I had an (laughs) opportunity to pick some people. And maybe I wish I would have done it just a little bit differently. So you can a lot of people have our text messages, uh, our our phone numbers, they can text message us. uh, They can reach us all those other ways. But what do you wish you would have done differently in the draft? Maybe it was somebody you would have picked. Maybe it's somebody you shouldn't have picked. But what do you regret and what do you wish you would have done differently in the draft? Please contact us and let us know that so we can cover it on the next show. Oh, uh, and, and Tim, don't give away anything because you, I know you have a couple, but uh, <laughs> we'll, we'll cover that over the next next show. Looking at the career minor leaguers results this week, not not a lot of, I'm, I'm, I guess, surprises. I don't think there was a lot of surprises on the board uh, right now as as we hold hold it tight. Uh, there's still a couple games being played. There's still some people that have a lot of uh, Atlanta Braves on their team. So there may be some results, outcomes a little bit differently. I beat Lost Puppies. This is always strange to tell people's names, but I beat Lost Puppies seven to three. Bobby came back and and you you whooped him last week, but he came back this week and got a hold of Brandon. He hey, won. Bobby. He won six to three. You uh, ended up beating. I think you won over Mark five. It was to a two close so one. It, I mean, five two may not look super close, but it, if you look at the stats, I mean, I've only beat him by two runs. Uh, we're tied in home runs and RBIs. He only, I only beat him by two stolen bases. Uh, wins e- each have five and strikes. I, I strikeouts. I beat him by one. I mean, it was real. It was neck and neck until just recently when the the other games played or finished out. And I've got uh, Degrom going right now, but I'm pretty sure he's done for the night. He didn't pitch very well. Um, I could have had if he would have pitched well. I could have maybe had that sixth win to put me up six two, give me that extra point. But I'll take the win any way I can get it. He texted me right before we got on the air, and he said, "If there was two guys who sat out the last minute, and I didn't change my lineup, if I would have changed my lineup, I would have won." So he had a little passion in his text message when he said that. (laughs) Hey, if you know, earlier in the week I sat, I I thought Seager was going to sit, and. After that uh, uh, hamstring contusion, 
Yeah. And I thought he was going to sit, so I didn't play him. And then I didn't check, you know, didn't check my lineup in time, and I saw he was out. And he ended up hitting a home run that game. If I'd had him in, I'd I'd have ten home runs to his nine, and that would give me another point. So. Oh, honey, that, <laughs> honey, that each Jordan, the new guy. He's neck and neck right now with. Uh, Trout's milkshake. Trout's milkshake is up by one, but I think they both have some active players left going tonight. And Carey uh, took the big L this week. He only got two points against Tyler. Those two teams right there, I think those two are the teams to beat in my in my book. Uh, never count out Bobby or yourself because I know you, anybody really at this stage of the game. But uh, when I look at those rosters, I go, oh, my, they're going to give me some trouble. <laughs> so Right. Uh, that that's the early results we'll get. I, I, I like doing last week. I like seeing how we were setting on our runs and RBIs and home runs and so forth for the week. And I'd like to do a little yearly total. So we'll get that up on Twitter, uh, maybe Tuesday night after everything's going. Now let's, let's uh, get some injuries and news and notes and updates here. Max Scherzer, who had hurt his ankle, he looked, he looked just fine the other night. I think he had like 22 strikeouts or something like that whenever he was pitching. May not have been quite that many, but I think he had uh, seven <laughs> or 11. He he looked just fine. Yeah. Yes, uh, I mean it's Max Scherzer. You can he's always reliable. That dude's a stud. Gary Sanchez is expected to be activated from the injured list within whenever his uh, ten days are up, so he's going to come right back. Carlos Carrasco on uh, Friday night he had a quick night at the office uh, against the Royals. He allowed six runs while failing to make it out of the first inning, and uh, his reports are velocity is down. So Carrasco may have. Uh, he he may be hurt or something's going on there. I think a trip to the DL is going to be right around the corner for him. Yeah, I mean, he he he's not the kind of pitcher that pitches badly like that consistently. So, um, whatever's going on, it's uh, it's definitely, especially if it has to do with velocity, um, <clears throat> it's definitely got to be something to do with uh, sh- shoulder or elbow or something. Eloy Jimenez, uh, my sleeper team, the Chicago White Sox this year. He had his first two major league home runs Friday in a, in a rain-shortened victory over the Yankees on Friday. So he got his first two home runs in Yankee Stadium. That's that's a big game right there for a young man, Eloy Jimenez. Uh, the Athletic reports that Craig Kimbrell's agent said he's just seeking a five-year deal for $100 million. Yeah, I don't just, know, just, just $100 million? I don't know about giving that kind of money to a reliever. For saves, especially in this day and age, when you have a lot of saves, a lot of bullpens being a by committee kind of a thing, it seems that's what the trend is going towards. I don't know that Craig Krimble is going to be able to get that. And to be honest with you, I don't know that he's going to pitch this year. I just don't know if he's going to pitch this year. I'm not asking for that kind of money. Miguel Sano is taking failed uh, batting practice for the first time on Saturday. He did so. Miguel Sano, keep him in mind. He's still on our waiver wire. There was a guy named Austin Dean. He plays for the Miami Marlins. He went four for four with a home run, a triple, five RBIs, and three runs scored in a 10-3 to victory on Saturday over the Phillies. That That's quite an impact for a young man right there. Hmm. Uh, he was an up-and-comer in the Miami Marlins. He uh, hasn't really made an impact. He's, an out, he's outfield eligible. Uh, just keep Austin Dean on our radar. Madison Bumgarner, he struck out seven, allowed just two runs over seven innings. So he's back at, at, at full force, it seems like. And this guy, I, I've never heard of this guy before, Blake Snell. Blake Snell is his name. <laughs> he, he he had a no decision. He didn't get a decision against the Blue Jays on Saturday. And he only struck out nine batters over six innings. 
so Blake Snell doing Blake Snell things, of course. Bobby reported earlier in the year that Chris Davis was on a big, long over streak, over everything it seemed like, but he snapped his over 54 streak by going three for five with four RBI on Saturday against the Red Sox. Now, I say this one because he had a great matchup that game. I, I think it was against, uh, uh, oh, whoever the guy with a P starts for. Porcello. Yeah, Porcello. Who, I, a, who I drafted and dropped because the guy's been awful. <laughs> he won a Cy Young not too long ago, but Chris Davis, uh, he has Porcello's number. I picked him up on my daily daily league, and uh, he w- he had like twenty something points for me on the daily week, which is a good a good day for anybody. So Chris Davis helped me win that game uh, out of fifty players that day. So Chris Davis is now on our radar for being someone to pick up. CC Sabathia was dominant in his season debut Saturday, just one hit over five scoreless innings against the White Sox. So CC Sabathia, uh, who is a free agent out there, Indians purchased the co- the contract of Carlos Gonzalez, Ocargo, who played for uh, the Colorado Rockies last year and stuff. Uh, he's now going to be possibly a Cleveland Indian. Looks like he's going to be called up to the to the, they need some outfield help. So I think he's going to get some playing time. He's always often injured though, so be buyer beware. Mike Trout's going to rejoin the Angels in Texas on Monday, so he's going to be back in at, at things. You know he's still batting over 400. Mike Trout is. Uh, I mean, he better be with that all that money he's making. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, last note here, uh, Vizcaino, the Braves placed uh, their reliever Vizcaino on the 10-day injured list. This is a notable injury because Tyler, who uh, has got the medical award team now, He's really getting kind of fed up with his all the injuries that end up happening on his team, and he has Vizcaino. He dropped Minter, who I quickly picked up whenever I saw this earlier today. Uh, and Tyler has started trying to trade me every single one of his injured players. He just he just sends me a trade offer, and he's got injured players in it only. So <laughs> that's kind of funny whenever I get a trade offer from him. Uh, let's see. There was a couple other notes here that happened. Um, uh, Corey Kluber. With Cleveland Indians again, he struggled. He gave up six runs over two and two-thirds innings today, and he had no decision against the Royals. That's that's amazing for Corey Kluber. These former Cy Youngs this year, man, they're just like <clears throat> they're looking like sh- just shades of themselves. Yeah, I mean, Degrom, the last two outings he's had. I mean, he started off the two the season great, and now these last two games has been hor- horrible. Well, I hope for you that tomorrow night is not the same because Clayton Kershaw is going to be pitching tomorrow night for the Dodgers, if I remember my notes correctly. So uh, good luck to you with that. And I think uh, it's also a big day for the Dodgers. Is it Jackie Robinson Day tomorrow? Or Yeah. So it yeah. be, be a cool debut for him to be on Jackie Robinson Day. Okay. All right. Well, Tim, this is uh, your first Sunday night here. We played a little. We play a little game on Sunday night. We both liked it very much. It's called uh, whenever. Well, you know how it is. If you're walking outside and you saw a little smoke somewhere, you'd go, "Ooh, there's a fire there." And by the time you get there, maybe, maybe by the time you get there, you realize, "Oh, that was just a flash in the pan. It's not really a fire. Not a sustainable fire." Not something that's going to keep burning all year long. So over the last seven days, what I did was I just looked for uh, some players over the last seven days who have really produced really well. So I will ask you, if you see this smoke, is it fire or just a flash in the pan? Okay. All right. Howie Kendrick uh, for, plays, for, plays for Washington. He's second base and outfield eligible. 
He has been, over the last seven days, he's been 8 for 13, 7 runs scored, 2 home runs, 5 RBIs, and is batting 615. Uh, do you think Howie Kendrick, is he a fire or a flash in the pan? I mean, I like Howie Kendrick. I liked him when he was with the Dodgers, and I was mad when we let him go. But, uh, I mean, if you look at his stats just from last year, I mean, he hit 303 last year. But, I mean, he doesn't play much. I mean, he only had 152 bats all last season. Um, and, uh, but I think, uh, you know, if you're, if you're needing somebody to stream, um, he's a good guy to keep on your watch list just to, you know, check to see when he's, if he's playing that, that night and just pick him up. Um, cause he's going to, he's probably going to produce for you. Yeah. And of course, uh, whenever they get their shortstop back, Trey Turner, who probably, uh, his cutting time might get played to put, put down a little bit, but that's still a good month away, I believe, for Trey Turner. So Howie Kendrick, he's always been able to come in and kind of uh, put a Band-Aid on a tough situation. So I think there's a little bit of fire there for a short time anyway yeah. right now. About uh, the guy I drafted and I let go, Jesse Winker from Cincinnati. <laughs> he's an outfielder. He batted five for 17, six runs scored, three home runs, five RBIs, and was batting 294. But a uh, little caveat to that, you'd have to add this total on there because today he was two for five, uh, one run, one home run, and three RBIs today. So you got to add that to that total. So he's actually had four home runs this weekend, eight RBIs. What do you think about old Jesse Winker? Um, you know, I think you made a good call in dropping him, even though he, he does have this hot streak going right now. But I don't see it lasting too long. Um, I, I mean, he's he's playing for the Reds, who you know he's probably not going to get a lot of RBI chances playing with the Reds. Um, he bats out of the one hole too, so that, yeah. That's a, so I, I would go with a flash in the pan on that one. There's Clint Frazier, a Yankee. He plays in the outfield as well. This week he was 8 for 24, 4 runs scored, 2 home runs, 6 RBIs, and batted 333 in a dangerous Yankee lineup. What about him? Um, yeah, I mean, he's a young, he's a young guy. Uh, I think he has a lot of potential. Um, <clears throat> I think he's going to have his ups and downs this year. Uh, I, I think if you have a roster spot, or you have you have somebody who's underperforming right now. I would definitely go ahead and uh, pick him up. I agree. I think I think Frazier is more fire than a flash in the pan. The Yankees are a pretty deep team, so he, he's going to get a couple of nights off a week, or at least one night off a week, depending on how many games they have. Um, but he he's definitely somebody you could plug in there, and and will always I think give you a little bit of something. Fill up your stat column. Here here's an old name, Melky Cabrera. He used to play for the White Sox. He's played for many teams at this point. But right now he's playing for Pittsburgh Pirates. He's in the outfield. Melky Cabrera, the one thing he's always been able to do is hit the ball. And this week he was 10 for 21, three runs, one home run, three RBIs. But did you hear that? 10 for 21. He was batting 476 this week. So if you're hurting on average, Melky Cabrera, I'm going to say he's a flash in the pan. But boy, that flash will be pretty bright for a minute. I mean, if you can, if you, yeah, if you're needing, if you're needing that, uh, that average, like you said, um, <clears throat> you pick him up just if you need him just for a week. I mean, and keep him till he's hot or till the hot streak ends. I mean, there, there's no, there's no harm in picking anybody up for that. 
here's a guy who uh, who looks pretty, you know, just just he, he's got some numbers behind him right here. Derek Dietrich in Cincinnati. He's first base, second base, and outfield eligible, which makes him a little bit more appealing. He he doesn't bat all the time. He doesn't play a lot, but he was four of sixteen this week. Three runs scored, three home runs, seven RBIs. He only batted two fifty, but once again, that three position eligibility comes in handy sometimes. Um, I mean, I. Hard for me to trust a guy who doesn't play very much. Um, but like I said, like kind of like with Howie Kendrick, who doesn't play very much. I mean, if you are hurting for somebody to play uh, one night and you can you can afford to drop somebody, and there's no harm in picking him up just to just to have him playing one day or one night and then dropping him the next day. There's another guy named Brad Miller who's also three position eligible, first base, second base, and shortstop. He's batting three fifty over this week with four four runs, one home run, three runs scored, or three RBIs and one stolen base. And he's batted twenty times. So there's a Brad Miller out there too if you're hurting for second bases or shortstop or something. And there's one other guy, Leonis Martin, out of Cleveland. He's an outfielder, so we got a buyer beware. We already said that uh, they had already purchased the the contract of cargo, so maybe there's going to be some playing time cut. But not with this guy over the last seven days. He was eight for twenty-three, five runs scored, three home runs, four RBIs, one stolen base, and batted three forty-eight. He was a he he was purchased. By, I think Cleveland got him as a free agent in the off season, so or he picked him up last year, maybe in, in a trade at the end of last year. But uh, he's always been a good outfielder. And his problem has always been staying off, uh, staying healthy, staying healthy. What do you think about Martin? I like Martin. Um, <clears throat> he can also get you a few stolen bases. Um, maybe, maybe once every other week he can get you a stolen base. So, um, yeah, I like him. I'd take him. All right, he's he's a good one. Now, a lot of times it seems like we are batter heavy. I have tried to make a, a good effort at getting to some pitchers, and there have been a couple of pitchers who performed very well this week. So uh, Jose Quintana, seven innings pitched, one win, 11 Ks, and he had a zero ERA and a .71 whip. It, will Quintana hold this up, this sustainability? Will he Will he keep that there this, this year, or is he just going to be another up-and-down pitcher? <laughs> now, who, who was that against that he did that? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, I, that, let's, that, I, I don't know who that was. I did not research it that deep, but it was probably it okay, might have it was been Pittsburgh. Pittsburgh. It might it have been Pittsburgh. Pittsburgh. Yeah. So, uh, I mean, I haven't heard a whole lot about Pittsburgh this year. So, okay. But I mean, uh, I mean, yeah. I mean, if, if I mean, I wish I had him this week. I, I could have used him. Oh yeah. Um, <laughs> but uh, do I think he can sustain it? I mean, I. To, for me, I would need to see him a couple more, couple more times to uh, jump on him. That is very fair. I agree. The Quintana ride, it's always a fun one. But boy, you'll be screaming before it's all over. That's all I know. <laughs> hey, Jeff Jeff Samarja, who is uh, he plays for Notre Dame. He's a wide receiver out of Notre Dame. He has got he he pitched well this week, <laughs> and he's back he's back again for the Giants. And uh, he had seven strikeouts. And once he had zero ERA and a .57 whip, so maybe Samarja is somebody to keep on the radar. Jordan Lyles pitches for Pittsburgh. Now this name is a name that you do want to listen to. He had he was he pitched for six innings, and this was going to probably it was probably against the Cubs as well. Ten strikeouts, gave up one one and a half earned runs and a .67 whip. Jordan Lyles that might be a name to listen to. Um, 
there was also, you know, relievers. I've never been a big, like, Miller guy or anybody who comes in in the seventh and eighth innings and just shuts some people down. But for the Astros, they have a new one. His name's Ryan Presley. He only pitched three innings this week. He got one win, one save, five strikeouts, zero earned runs, and a .30 ERA, uh, .30 whip. So Ryan Presley might be like that new Miller type of guy or somebody like that who can just come in and uh, dominate in the middle innings is what it looks like. One other one for those Atlanta Braves fans, Tuki Toussaint. I just like saying that name, Tim. Tuki Toussaint. <laughs> he he uh, pitched six innings, had seven strikeouts, and didn't give up a run and only had a one whip. So Tuki Toussaint, the next time he pitches, might be somebody who say, is say, say that one more time. Tuki Toussaint. There you go. <laughs> All right. All right. Uh, Tim, you're going to like this next segment. The next segment is league leaders. And uh, as you as we look at these league leaders, you're going to find some people in there who might still be on the radar, might be free agents, might be a good waiver pickup. But also, here's what I want to do. I'm going to throw that listener challenge out there again. After two weeks into the season, what do you wish you would have done differently in the draft? Maybe it's somebody you would have picked up that's on this leaderboard. Maybe it's somebody you wouldn't have drafted. Like, I, you know, I picked up Luis Gariel. Uh, in the draft, second base shortstop eligible for Toronto. He's been sent down to the minor leagues. Jesse mm-hmm. Winker, I picked him up. I dropped him last week because I just I, he he was batting zero for everybody. And Garrett Hampson, I think, is his, is his close cousin because he was batting zero for everything as well in Colorado. Uh, and and I, I just got no production. I wish I wouldn't have wasted draft picks on those people. No more rookies. That's what my my. My league, my my model will be at the drafts from now on. No more rookies. But anyway, here's some league leaders. People are going to be talking about these guys over at the coffee table in the morning time. Is it a coffee table? I don't. What what do you guys do in like the blue collar world? Do you sit around the water cooler or what? Uh, no, man. We uh, I mean, it would be the it would be the coffee pot. Okay. All right. So this is what you do around the coffee pot. These are some names to talk about. Leading the major leagues uh, as of tonight, but if this game is still going on, I don't know if the Atlanta game is still going on or not, but probably won't affect this too much. Leading the league in home runs is Chris Davis for Oakland. With a K. Yeah, with a K, not a C. <laughs> He's got 10 home runs, and then there's your boy, Cody Bellinger, with nine. And those guys are above Altuve, above Jay Bruce. Both of them have seven. Hey, Altuve... He had a great week. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you kept up with him, but he he had uh, five straight games with a homer. Yeah. So and he's on pace to to beat his home his own home run record. So that dude uh, is such a small dude too, man. And he's got a lot of power. Have you ever you seen those pictures with him standing next to uh, who's a, who's the outfield not who's the outfielder for uh, Aaron Judge? The Yankees. Yeah, Aaron Judge. Have you ever seen him standing next oh, to Aaron Judge? Oh yeah. That's a great picture. <laughs> those those pictures make me laugh. I had it saved on my phone for a long time. If I was having a bad day, I just look at the Altuve picture. Mm, it's right. like it's like looking at Danny DeVito standing next to Yao Ming. <laughs> <laughs> Peter Alonso, Goldschmidt, Mancini, uh, Meadows for Tampa Bay, Jock Peterson, Anthony Rendon, all at six home runs. Um, for the league, and Gary Sanchez, Dan Vogelbach all have six home runs, and that kind of rounds out uh, the, maybe the top 10 or 12 there. So there are some names there. I heard a few names that I've got on my team, so that makes I, I like that. I like the sound of that. 
as I look through here, I don't think I see anybody. I don't. I think Tyler picked up Mitch Moreland. He's he's got five home runs, but I think he picked him up. And I really don't see anybody else on here that may be a free agent in our home run race. But I'll tell you, some people who have scored a lot of runs. This is this one's this one is sick. You know who's leading the league in home runs? Or I'm sorry, in runs scored, is Cody Bellinger. He's got 22 runs scored right belly, now. Belly. Mitch Hanniger is second with 18, followed by Anthony Rendon with 18 as well. But that's he's four runs ahead of everybody else, and he's played only 17 games. So that's that's something right there. Mancini, <laughs> who's just playing out of his mind, never saw Mancini playing like this. Kerry, Kerry made a great pick whenever he picked him early. It would have been a great pick if he would have picked him late, and this happened. But it was a fantastic pick by taking a risk on him. Uh, but Mancini's got 16. Uh, Simeon for Oakland, the little shortstop, and Paul DeJong, uh, 15 and 14, respectively. Freddie Freeman, Whit Merrifield, Christian Yelich, all kind of have 14 in that range right there. DeJong, who I traded. I was a glad recipient of him. Uh, there is one player. <clears throat> there is one player who's playing shortstop for Arizona, uh, Ahmed. Ahmed. I, I had trouble with this last time. Mm-hmm. He has 13 runs scored, but he's right there in that top 10-ish people and I, I think he is still out there on our waiver wire. I picked him up he, in another league that I'm in. Yeah, he is. He's out there. Uh RBIs, lead leaguer in RBIs. Uh Mr. Santana for Seattle. Now he's got twenty three. Cody Bellinger's got twenty two. It's amazing that anybody's above Bellinger in any of these stats, to be honest with you. Uh Chris Davis with Oakland with twenty. Dansby Swanson. Dansby Swanson, the shortstop for Atlanta is fourth in the league with 18 RBIs right now. That That's not a name I would have thought would be on that board. No, I mean, he's he's trying to keep his spot, so. Yeah. Peter, <clears throat> Alon- Peter Alonso, Austin Meadows, Anthony Rendon, all with 17, Reese Hoskins, Mitch Hanniger, Christian Yelich, and Luke Voigt kind of right there at 14 and above a little bit. So that's that's a lot of runs scored. That's a lot of RBIs. I like strikeouts. I like to look at strikeouts. Brandon Drury for the Toronto. He's he's had 54 at bats and struck out 24 times. That's that's a lot of strikeouts. Jorge Soler, who I who I traded, he has 24 strikeouts and he's batted 60 at times. I, almost a one to two ratio on some of these guys. That's ridiculous. Uh, somebody Duggar Duggar for San Francisco. He struck out 23 times. Brandon Nemo. This is this is the guy on the radar because he doesn't get to play every day. He's only had 46 at bats and he struck out 23 times, one out of every two times. That's a there's a guy for Cleveland, the shortstop for Cleveland named Stamets, something Stamets. He's batted 38 times and he struck out 22. <laughs> I'm sorry, I'm sorry. that's got to be that's just got to be demoralizing as a player. I mean, how do you? How do you get that monkey off your back? I mean, uh, <laughs> see, it's easy to do in slow pitch softball. It, it, you're really embarrassed in slow pitch softball lot, when you strike out. A lot out. of things are easier in slow pitch softball. So <laughs> you know, at least you can make redemption real quick. But the guys aren't throwing, you know, Bill BBs at your head. And this guy, I don't know how you stop doing that. But Stamets for Cleveland, 22 strikeouts in 38 at bats. That's a that's a that's that's right up there with Chris Davis being 0 for 54 in my world. Oh, let's see. The stolen base category. We've got some league leaders here. 
Uh, by the way, anybody who was on the strikeout board, you, you probably don't want to go and pick up on waiver wires this week. Stolen bases, D. Gordon still leads with seven. Uh, Malik Smith, six. Tim Anderson with five. Tim Anderson is putting together a good little year over in Chicago as a shortstop. Uh, he has he has three home runs. He had a grand slam, I think, today. He's got 10 RBIs, five stolen bases, so he's, he's putting together a pretty good year. Delano DeShields, Delano DeShields, the unsung hero who's let down a lot of teams over the last couple of years. He has five stolen bases this year. He's only batting 200, but he's got five stolen bases. Whit Merrifield, Mondesi, Tommy Pham has five stolen bases as well. And that's about it. There's a guy, Luis Garcia for Chicago. And uh, Kenneth Broxton out there that, that are both still off free agents on our world. They both have got four stolen bases. So that might be somebody to look at. Who, and both of them get pretty good playing time as well. Uh, Tim, you got anything else for the show? I was going to say, you just mentioned Merrifield. Did you see uh, the streak that he just ended? Uh, no. 31 straight, 31 straight games with a hit. And uh, he went 0 for 6 today in a... Oh. In a, a Game that went extra innings against the the Royals. So, I mean, downer for for if you've got Merrifield today. But uh, I mean, eh, you've still got a guy who had 31 straight games with a hit. So, uh, I don't think he's gonna be hitless for long. Not not at all. I talked about how impressive it was for Mike Trout to be batting 406. I think earlier in the show. Tim Anderson is batting 429. Cody Bellinger is batting 424. Elvis Andreas is batting 414. And all these people have got 50 or more at bats, uh, close to it anyway. Rendon is batting 400. Darren Glamayhew, who I think Bobby picked up, is batting 396. Well, that's about all the people I see. That's that's a possible free agent right there. Still some big, big numbers for the averages. <clears throat> All right. Uh, thank you for joining us in Fantasy Frenemies, a Sunday show. Uh, Tim, I appreciate you being on the show. I like what you bring to it. Um, thank you, sir. We will be back here Tuesday night, and we will kind of summarize everything went on with career minor leaguers. Remember your homework, listeners. Tell me what you wish you would have done differently in the draft. All right, I'd like to hear back from you. And you can reach us at fantasyfrenemies at yahoo.com. Also, you can reach us at uh, Fantasy Frenemies on Twitter. You can download that Podbean app and, and download our stuff there or look for us on Spotify or now we are on iTunes. Thank you for joining us. Have a great day. I really don't know how to stop recording, too.